Hey, I'm Janelle. And I'm Amber. Collectively, we are Brown Girl Alchemy. A mother-daughter unit using our personal journey and growth within our blackness, womanhood, and lives in general to motivate, activate, revolutionize, inspire, uplift, and heal. We hope to navigate through the seasons with you as we alchemize authentically into the best versions of ourselves. We are our sister's keepers, and this is Brown Girl Alchemizing. Hey, y'all. Hey, beautiful brown girls. What's up? Hey, Em. You feeling the vibe? You look all tan, all bronzy. I know. I feel golden. Yes. I'm into it. Me too. She just came back from Mexico, y'all. You know, she be traveling. This actually was like um, a spring break trip because my son, Shane, um, the 10-year-old, he was on spring break and... The same ritual that, you know, I had with Amber of taking um, a spring break trip once a year. I do the same thing with him. So um, it wasn't my first time in Mexico, but it was his first time. And we had a really, really good time, him and my husband and myself. What part of Mexico did y'all stay? Well, we stayed in Riviera Maya, which was beautiful. It's probably about um, 40 minutes outside of Cancun but it's in that same location. Mm-hmm. and But we also went to Tulum for a day, which so was... So necessary. I know. It was amazing. Like, I, I made sure that I got to Tulum. And it was a little nerve-wracking because of everything that's going on in Mexico right Absolutely. now. But I felt protected and secure, which is why I decided to go ahead with the trip. And um, we also spent a day... Where else did we go? Oh, we went to Isla Mujeres, which is like one of the... Y'all hear the accent? Yeah, girl. <laughs> um, how many wonders are there in the world? Is it seven wonders or eight wonders? However many wonders, Google, It's one of them. It's one of them. Okay. And it absolutely is probably one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. I've never seen water like that. It's just... It was insane. But... Needless to say, we had a really, really good time. We did a lot of relaxing, um, just some fun family time. But listen, when I was in Tulum, you know that you and I were supposed to do the Tulum trip. Yeah. And we canceled. And um, we Tulum were... was supposed to be Cuba. Yeah, it was. It was. But now I know how to navigate that. So that's back on for next year. We're okay. definitely going to do the mother-daughter Tulum thing. But um, one of the main reasons was we wanted to do the whole healing thing. Yeah, of course. So I did a lot of research, and I found this person who got, like, amazing reviews, and there was threads about him. And I booked, and um, I got a – it's called a bio – do you remember what it's called? A biotherapeutic massage. Okay. And he had the most insane healing powers. Like you felt his energy force as soon as he touched me. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't really relax in the massage because it was like medium pressure. So I felt it. It wasn't right. a soft touch. But um, I would say by that evening, what I did feel immediately was when I got up, and it's hard to explain unless you're an energy person. Energetically, I felt lighter. 
Like I just felt really, really light. Mm -hmm. And each day since the massage, I'm feeling like, I don't know how, I don't know. Like, I don't know <laughs> what I want to call myself, Muhammad Ali. Like, I'm just feeling like I can Her conquer the world. swag has been on 100,000 trillion this yeah. week. Yeah, like, I'm feeling like I'm Beyonce and I just did Coachella. That's how I'm feeling right now. <laughs> <laughs> My ass is not in Coachella shape at all. Yeah. But spiritually, yeah, I am. You're there I am. right now. Yes. Absolutely. Shout outs to those good feel good moments. I know. Back at home, the teacup is running over. Okay, wait. Briefly go over it, but I honestly don't even want to engage any low in any low vibrational like subject matter. Right. So proceed. So we have first of all, we have this full moon in Scorpio on the 29th and 30th, which I feel is already manifesting itself especially especially in the media industry this was going on with kanye once again revealing who he is the bill cosby verdict khalees finally revealing her truth and my favorite this prophetic j cole album that we have him spitting all this knowledge and what i love is that scorpio energy has this ability to draw us in to the sense of both truth and purpose. That's me. That is me all day, every day. She is a Scorpio goddess. Yes. And it's a flagrant reminder of how transformative this realm can be. Because shit can get real, real quick. And there's a rawness about it because it really takes no prisoners. Especially when it comes to secrets. Which is why all of these... Things are being revealed right now. It's that Scorpio energy. Not to mention Jupiter is also in Scorpio. And Jupiter is the planet that rules expansion and big plans and manifestation. So it's, I mean, I hate to say, oh my gosh, the energies are so strong because the energies are always strong. But it's specifically strong right now. And especially it being a full moon. I know that I touched about it, touched on about it before, but... When it comes to a full moon versus a new moon, the full moon has a lot more intensity Mm -hmm. because it's more so like checking in on what seeds you planted in the new moon. Right. It's kind of like that feedback energy. Right. So right now we're going to burn this lavender, this lavender to cultivate calmness and really enhance the sense of a meditative state so that we can tune into self. Because this episode is called We're Clear While We're Here. How about you? How about you? So you're going to have to let that marinate. Let that meditate. Tune into you. You got an affirmation or not? <laughs> <laughs> you hit me with the or not. Or not. I do. Okay. I do. Okay. So we're going to light this lavender. And I love lavender. Me too. And it's also calming. Like if you guys have... Lavender oil, put it on your mm, pillow. It's take a really bath good for dreams. Yeah. All that. Okay. So let's quiet ourselves, our minds, our thoughts, and focus on, even though you can't see it, um, just focus on the lavender and the calmness of it. I am a divine being with divine gifts and grace from source. I am already connected to the God consciousness that I need to discover and walk in my purpose. I am a beacon of light. Do I need to repeat that, girl? Yes. Okay. I am a divine being with divine gifts and grace from source. 
I am already connected to the God consciousness that I need to discover and walk in my purpose. I am a beacon of light. Ashe. With this episode, we're exploring purpose because the idea presents itself as exclusive, but universal life force energy flows through all of us and we're placed on this earth with divine purpose. Because we're created in its image, it's our purpose in some way, shape, or form to be unique physical manifestations of source. And a question that you need to be asking yourself right now is, are you solely existing or are you actually living? I love that question. It puts things into perspective. So what exactly is divine purpose? Let us know. Divine purpose is our duty as not only a reflection of source, but also as a divine being through our connection with source to navigate through life with the intent of discovering exactly what unique gifts or talents that we've been blessed with to contribute to global ascension. That's right, I said global, because whether we like it or not, we're all connected energetically, and it's our responsibility to raise the vibrations, put good energy out into this world, so as a collective, we're all vibrating higher. This is why we say love is the answer, L-O-V-E. Anything opposite of love will prevent you from finding your divine purpose. Mm. Speak. We have to know that God called down your spirit to live this human experience. And that alone is a blessing within itself because your unique spirit was lacked in this world. And God was like, you know what? The world needs an Amber. The world needs a Janelle. I know it seems like we're just brought onto this earth without any additional knowledge of why we're here other than our parents chose us. And I say chose pretty loosely because it really wasn't their choice. But we're here to truly live and walk in our purpose and not just live every day and survive. First, we must acknowledge and recognize that we all have a divine purpose. All of us, each and every one of us. Amber and I are no special, no more special than anyone. Oprah is no more special than anyone. I love that you... (laughs) I love that you said our name and then followed up with Oprah. Yeah, girl, because you know, we're there. (laughs) Come hard. In our mind. So if you don't know, now you know that no one is special in terms of talents or gifts because we're all created equal. The inequity appears only because we're all evolving spiritually and gaining these spiritual truths at different speeds. That's one thing that you really need to focus on that. We all learn on different paces. We're all on the same journey with the same end goal, but we're not all going to get there at the same time. Some people, it's going to take multiple and multiple and multiple lives to to reach any type of spirituality or truth because they're not getting these lessons. They're not getting these earthly lessons that we're here to gather. Which means they're not ascending absolutely not and those are the lower vibrational people that yeah you need to stay away from them probably (laughs) (laughs) note to self so obviously if you choose to be born to parents that are quotation woke you may discover your divine purpose much quicker than the average person who was born to a family that is less evolved and has been sold the conventional american dream Let's talk about this American dream. Yes. 
Well, for starters, the keyword that you use is chose, which may have kind of ran over some people's heads. Our souls have traveled amongst many lifetimes, like you said, and this current human experience is exclusive in the sense of having this physical body. However, our spirits have existed in multiple realities and experiences. Now, since the 20th century, we've been fed this ideology of the American dream. It basically became the ethos of the U.S. in the early 1930s, and it was more like a myth to black folks, but... It's the idea that you get an education, you work your ass off, and you'll be provided opportunities or a career that will support a stable income, which might result living a middle-class life. You have some babies, all is well, the end. Which, in my opinion, is a pretty idiotic concept because although the foundation is the pursuit of happiness, the means of discovering and finding that happiness is it's revolved around a rat race, and it's really not about your passions or your purpose. No. We deprive ourselves out of our purpose because we don't even realize that we have one, which, if you did not know, this should be your aha moment. Right. We deprive ourselves out of our po- purpose, out of fear, distraction, loss of hope, etc. And also, there's this idea that we're chasing a dream. We're chasing happiness. We're chasing money. We're chasing wealth and abundance and things outside of ourselves that we've been told will make us happy when happiness is actually a state of being that is with us all in every moment if we decide to choose it. It's a choice. And I believe that when you find your purpose, your happiness follows. Now, with that said, what do you think is a number one deterrent from finding your purpose? Fear. (laughs) You're my child. (laughs) Fear is definitely number one on the list of things that prevents us from discovering and walking in our purpose. False evidence appearing real. Mm. Fear. It's false because nothing is real outside of love. Ashe, nothing is love. Nothing is real outside of love. Nothing. We aren't born with fear. In fact, we're born fearless. We're taught fear. It's an important part of the learning curve because it keeps us in line. Fear of punishment fear of consequences, fear of retaliation, etc. An example of this would be if you disregard the law, the consequence could be jail, right? Right. So there's this fear that will deter most, not all, but most from committing crimes. Or how about when we teach babies to fear touching something hot? The consequence will be you'll get burnt. So they learn quickly they don't want to touch anything hot because they know that they'll get burnt. The downside of fear is that it can also prevent us from reaching our full potential because we fear failure. We fear the unknown. We fear what we don't understand. We adopt other people's fear. And in fact, as we go through life, we're taught to fear more than we are to love. I love the strong emphasis on fear because we both feel like the opposite of love. It's not hate. It's fear. It's fear. All of those 
additional um, feelings stem from fear. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. To tap into divine purpose, if you're a little bit, if you're feeling a little bit uneasy or unsure how to discover what your purpose is or even identify what your purpose is, here are a few questions that you can ask yourself. First, are you living for yourself or are you living for others? I love this because we absolutely tapped in on this in the last episode because a lot of times instead of pursuing our dreams or aspirations, we are actually um, living out the desires of others, specifically our parents or, you know, immediate relatives that um, love to live vicariously through us. So it's important for you to be your own person and to discover your own truth. And as we said, to be and live in your authentic self and discover your own purpose. And I know that's super challenging to do, especially when you click on social media, you go on Twitter, you go on Instagram and you see what other people are doing. You're like, wow, I need to be on that level. I need to be doing this. I need to be doing that. And it becomes a distraction. Right. So you need to be able to have the willpower and the knowledge to know that you can tune that out. Right. It's all a choice. And tap into your own gifts. Exactly. Which which brings up the next question. What makes you feel most alive? Oh, I love that. Like, what is it that makes you happy? Think about what it is that you like to do versus what it is that you think you should be doing. Right. And what are you doing when you feel the happiest? That's important. Who are you surrounded by? In the spiritual journey, the thing that you learn is your emotions are so important because they let you know what is going on with yourself. Yeah. And a lot of the times we ignore those emotions. Yeah. No, you have to tap into how you're feeling. Does this make me happy? Does this make me sad? Does this make me anxious or fearful? All of these are clues to whether you're doing something right, whether you're doing something purposeful, whether you're doing something that is for you, or whether you're doing something that might not necessarily be for you. And this applies to all things around the border, whether it be a job, a friendship, a romantic relationship, or even elements of yourself. Absolutely. Like when you go off, when you turn up on people. How does that make you feel? Do you really feel better afterwards? (laughs) When somebody on social media wants to shade. Well, sometimes you do. (laughs) Absolutely. What right. you mean? Yeah. Sometimes the release is good. Sometimes you need time. to go in. Right. <laughs> Next question. What are your passions and your interests? What do you love doing? Writing, singing, um, creating, music, art, music. It could literally be something cooking. as simple as helping someone else. Right. Is it of being of service to other people? Right. But I would highly suggest that you try to figure out what it is that you are good in terms of creating. Right. And it's interesting that we say, like, what are you good at? Because you could be a really, really good, you could be a really great producer, right? Mm -hmm. And you play your beat for someone and somebody could be like, wow, that shit fire, that that beat's hitting, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, whatever. You hear it and you're like, eh. It's kind of trash. I'm not really with it. Right. Don't sleep on yourself. Right. 
Don't sleep on yourself, especially if it's something that you genuinely enjoy doing. And it, it brings you to this, this space of peace. Yes. Your God space. Yes. So once again, if you're unsure, you're probably just sleeping on yourself. And at that point, just ask your family members and ask your friends. And I'm sure they can come up and help you. Yes. But try your best to figure it out on your own. Because remember, this is your journey. And also remember, as we will continue to tell you in every episode, every answer that you seek is already in you, within you. You know the answer. Most of us, many of us don't have time to spend time with ourselves. It's important to make that time because that's where you're going to get your answers. That's where you're going to tap into your higher self. Your higher self is connected to source. Absolutely. That's your Ori. There you go. And to tap into who you are and discovering and navigating through your purpose, this ain't for everybody. You have to be, it is for everybody, but as far as you have to have adopted certain qualities in order to get there that's why when you mentioned so many people go through many many lifetimes without finding their purpose because them living that experience that earthly experience they're lacking some of these qualities right the first quality i would say is love l-o-v-e it's the number one it's the only thing that really matters and everything else that's positive falls under that umbrella yeah. But love is the leader. Love is God. God is all. God is love. Absolutely. And passion. Oh that God. fuel, that fire energy, that passion is what is, the, for me, passion is the driving force to my creativity. Absolutely. Because work is not work if you're passionate about it. Yeah. Right? Right. Okay. One thing that you used to tell me that I absolutely love and I still follow through with it is like, follow your passions and the money will follow you. Agreed. Because when you're doing, like you said, when you're doing what you love, it's not work. No. And when you're doing what you love, you tend to want to do that quote work. I think that as parents, and I might have, I hope I'm not repetitive, but there's certain things that I want to be repetitive about because I think it's important for people to embrace certain messages. And as a parent, um, I think that's one of the most important things that we can instill in our children instead of uh, selling them this American dream of, you know, education equals uh, opportunity and wealth. It's like discover discover your path, discover your passions, and find it, find out what you truly love to do, and everything else will fall into place, because you need to be happy. There's such a short time on this physical realm, and as I said before, who wants to be miserable here? Right. You know, happiness is more important than, than wealth. And when you're doing what you love and you're passionate about it and you're happy and you get up in the morning and you're excited and motivate, motivated, um, I believe that the money and the abundance will come into play. Absolutely. And you already just covered the next quality, which was happiness. Ugh. So we'll skip on to the next one. Yes. Compassion. Compassion is a big thing. And I think that so many people lack compassion. Um, 
it's such an important quality. It says so much about you, you who you your are foundation, who you are, how you were raised. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I know that there's like, I don't know what the exact saying is, but it's more so along the lines of, I need to see how you treat, if you treat the janitor the same way as that you treat the CEO. Absolutely. And that's so, 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 so important. Yes. Because once again, we are all created equal. Equal. And we kind of get sidetracked that we are created equal because of this system of uh, capitalism. And classism. And classism. And and racism. racism. All all the the isms. Get out of my head. head. (laughs) Stop it. Okay. So what were you saying? Okay. We get in our heads. Yeah. Yeah. Empathy. Okay. Some people get empathy confused with With compassion. compassion. Can you explain? Because sometimes I do. I will explain the difference. Empathy is a step above compassion. Empathy is the ability to actually put yourself in someone's situation or position and actually feel how they're feeling. Right. This resonates deeply deeply with me because I'm I'm an empath yeah, as both you know of us are. we both are so sometimes we feel too deeply yeah like I actually feel physical pain if someone's giving birth and I'm watching it I can feel it if someone falls I feel it like when we go to see scary movies I can't even and I love scary movies Excuse me. And the energy has intense, that empathy has intensified so much that I can't watch someone like getting stabbed. Right. I'm literally like, ouch. Right. I feel it. Right. It's so insane. I don't watch, you know that. I never yeah, watch I the can't news. Watch it. We can't watch the news um, because everything affects us so deeply. Um, That's one thing I'm working on though because. I am learning that you can reprogram yourself to not be an empath. Mm -hmm. So like a future goal is that I'm a retired empath because I want to be compassionate. Mm -hmm. And of course I want to, I'm always going to be an empathetic person, but the idea of taking on someone else's energy doesn't always serve my best good. So I'm want to learn how to be able to tune that off at certain points. Right. I agree. I'd like to be able to put a wall up sometimes because it's draining, but I don't think I would ever want to turn that completely off because I believe that, you know, it's one of the qualities that really makes makes me who I am. And I wouldn't want to change that. I just remember being this sensitive and empathetic and compassionate, even as a young child, when most people are playing with Barbie dolls, I'm sitting around trying to solve everyone's problems, problems. at three or four. And it's like, <laughs> like that's a heavy burden for a <laughs> four-year-old. I wasn't even in kindergarten yet, you know? So, yeah. but like I said, I, I don't want to change that part of me. Um, let's talk about values. Values. Values are ideas or morals that I feel like those, they can be learned Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times, yeah, they can definitely be learned. You Most learn, of your values are, are learned. learned in your foundation, but in your home. But I was going to say it's from your home. Right. Not more so learned throughout, like, your journey. Which, I mean, you do pick yeah. on certain things, but 
like we always mention, the foundation is usually coming from the home. Yeah. Like, that really just gives you the blueprint. And luckily, we have free will, and we grow, and we elevate, and we learn new things, and we take on new things, and we're able to grow. However, our household and the things that our parents teach us or whoever raised us teaches us really sticks to us it does and that deter that um determines like all of our situations your path yeah yeah definitely um grace 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 is such a beautiful word to me i love that word and i just recently kind of gotten i know it's kind of weird but like i'm just recently within the last three years getting into grace and what that means and being attentive and seeing the grace and situations oh my god and it's like wow you really looked out yeah and it was something we overlook grace so often yeah we do as a whole but like you said like for me I, I think I use that word a lot because I wake up with this an awareness of this this gratitude of the grace that source has just blessed me with this abundance. Just and by waking up. Just by waking up. And I wake up and my husband is beside me and you're walking in the room and Shane is getting up and sometimes it's overwhelming because I'm like if I don't live another day God has given me such an amazing life and that is grace that is grace and that's also reflection too you being able to look at the scope of things Mm -hmm. and look at all the situations in your life and truly be appreciative of it. And also humble yourself and know that you're in this situation, not because of you, you play a part in it, but there's a bigger picture. So much bigger than who we are. And with that grace, because I just said all of these wonderful things, I need to just constantly remind everyone I've had some traumatic experiences in my life. I've experienced things that people cannot imagine that could or would break the average person. And once again, grace comes into play. Right. That's so beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's just be in gratitude. Honestly, be in gratitude every day that you wake up and you open your eyes and you take a breath, that breath is a gift. And every day is an opportunity to do things better. Yeah. To get things right, to learn, to grow, and to love. So don't just survive, live. Live. And you best, you best discover your purpose. Yes. And part of that is also knowing that you mentioned it before that we are all connected to source. Every last one of us, you, we all are unique and special. It's like, okay, let's talk about this. Yes. When you're a parent, you love your children and then, okay, so you have your first child and you're just obsessed and you're in love. Like when I was, when I had you, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like she is the queen of the universe. There's no other child that's more beautiful. She's a genius. She's brilliant. She is just, she's the savior. 
She is Jesus. Uh. <laughs> Jesusa. Jesusa. And it's like, that's my new name, guys. Call me <laughs> Jesusa. And it's like, okay, when you have another child, you say to yourself, can I love this child the same? Guess what? <laughs> your love, your heart is just filled with so much love and abundance of love that there's just so much to give. And yes, you do love your child just as much, just the same. That is our relationship with God. He does not love one of us any more than the other. And we Sorry, Beyonce. Really like, he don't love you more than he loved me <laughs> just because you got the moves. Like, he loves us all the same. And he loves we, us all the same because he provided us with all the same tools, absolutely. which is this universal life source, this power, this divinity. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about this episode. But you know what we forgot to mention? What? Why this episode is so exciting is because this podcast is part of our purpose. It is. And part of our divine purpose. Let's talk about that for a second. There's a few more qualities that we need to get into, but... Let's talk about our purpose. I'm just discovering, I feel like I'm just kind of diving into exactly what my purpose is. If five years ago, I would have thought my purpose was to like be a fashion editor and have my own fashion magazine. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm just in this, I'm in a whole nother realm Mm -hmm. and I'm just being guided to this spiritual path. And I'm I'm at the point where I've, pretty much tapped in i've discovered my purpose i'm still tapping into my personal power but my purpose isn't questioned anymore however the one thing that i am questioning is how to monetize off of my purpose how to live a life of stability off of my purpose how to maintain the the lifestyle that i'm accustomed to based on my purpose but you know what i have to say to that my child what you don't have to figure those things out all you have to do is walk in your purpose, and all of that is going to come. come. To you, for yeah, sure. it's going to come. What about you're you not and going your to purpose? have to look for opportunities to monetize on anything? The emails are going to be coming in. The phone calls are going to be coming in. The meetings are going to be booked on the calendar. Everything is going to happen as it should. Did you hear me? No, girl. <laughs> so, what about you and your purpose? Oh, gosh. Okay. Let's talk about your journey of purpose. So, Am, for as long as I can remember, <laughs> as we said, I was two or three, like, laying on the bed with my feet up, trying to, you know, solve everyone's problems. But um, for as long as I can remember, I've always been seeking, listening, watching, and waiting. On top of that, knowing I had a spirit team not of this world that were rooting for me and guiding me. Don't ask me where this information comes. Well, actually, you can't ask me. How did I know? I'm not sure if it's my mystic Scorpio son (laughs) that spearheaded these strong beliefs or a multitude of past life knowledge that stuck with me. I tend to believe it's both, but especially the latter because you know how they say, When you're born, you are born psychic and you can communicate with spirit, Spirit. but you lose that ability as we, you know, learn more about fear Mm -hmm. and blockages. I 
belief for some reason, I don't know how I was able to hold on to some of those things, but I was like, there's no way I could have been two and three and four and have the type of knowledge and insight that I had and the thoughts that I had. Yeah. Like I had to have been an ancient yeah, and kept so much of that knowledge with me. Yeah. Some people might be like, what is she talking about? You'll get there soon. You'll get it. Well, part of the like the Yoruba um, beliefs are we are our ancestors, Absolutely. which we are our ancestors. Absolutely. We are like we said, we our souls travel through, you know, different different lifetimes. But we are manifestations of our ancestors absolutely so you might actually be your my great 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 great, great, great grandmother you, who knows you know what i always say like <laughs> i have i have like vivid feelings of slavery yeah which is why i'm so um militant <laughs> yes i'm so militant um because you know for me it's not just history i feel and i feel my spirit has been there. Yeah. I feel I was in that field. So I'm very, I'm still angry. <laughs> I'm still angry about that. And we didn't get our reparations. Rightfully so, so. Yeah. But it's okay because God has provided me with uh, a way to make a living where, you know, I'm getting a, a few reparations out of it. <laughs> I'm not going to say any more about that. But, mm-hmm. um, I just always knew that I knew something that my family and my immediate people around me weren't privy to. At times, it made me feel isolated and lonely, but with the help of my spirit guides and ancestors, I was able to navigate through the obstacles, through the trauma, the pain, and the fear, and gather the lessons and the blessings that were meant for my chemical journey leading me to this divine purpose as a teacher and a healer. As I sit in this space, I feel connected. I feel humble. I feel protected. I feel loved and I feel blessed. I feel, I feel so full of gratitude. I want nothing more than to spread this message of divinity and love and be a beacon of light to those who are seeking and those who are stuck in pain and fear. And that's your purpose. That is absolutely my purpose. Let's chat a little bit about alignment mm. and what exactly that means and what we need to be aligned with in order to be aligned with our purpose. Okay. That's an easy one. You know, we can go into, you know, hours conversation about this, but the quickest way to sum it up is, you need to align yourself with anything that is in the love space. The love space. And I think we spoke about also in a previous podcast about aligning ourselves with different energies and vibrations that we want to be associated right. with. Right, which I hope is in the love space. Yes. So the idea is to align yourself with all good, anything good, anything positive, right? Absolutely. Align yourself with people and things that evoke emotions in you that um, make you feel happy, make you feel love, make you feel abundant, make you feel grateful. The next quality is receptiveness. And 
allowing yourself to receive, we don't even realize that sometimes we are our biggest enemies. Mm -hmm. We have the ability to block our own blessings and we don't even realize it. Your arms need to be open. You need to be receptive of these blessings. You need to be receptive of the signs that are around you. You need to be receptive to what's calling you. If you are a good piano, if you're a good musician, you're good at playing the piano. This is something that you're really, really great at and everybody gasses you up. Oh my God, you know shit, when it comes to the keys, blah, blah, blah. Like you straight up Jamie Foxx style, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> Jamie Foxx? <laughs> Listen, I love Jamie Foxx, so I'm just gonna put that out there. And you're sleeping on yourself and you're not accepting the fact that you do have this talent. You're not only sleeping on yourself, you're sleeping on God. Mm. You're sleeping on the power of God. You're you're sleeping on the divinity and the tools and the source that was given to you. Ooh, talk that talk, girl. You know what I want. Living in the present. Okay, I have this amazing excerpt. Don't ask me what book because I read zillions of books. Sometimes I'm reading three and four books at the same time. And I'll just take pictures of different excerpts and stuff if there's anything that really stands out for me and this one I actually posted on Instagram and it's perfect it says present time is the only place you exist it's the only place that you can successfully create having your attention in the past or future doesn't allow for creation today only in present time can you choose and create an emotion such as calm neutrality or ease being the living word allows you to observe then choose then act with wisdom clarity and choice instead of shooting first then her hoping for the best that was beautiful wasn't it and i needed to hear that because i just want to throw that out there that i'm about to expose myself i spent all day on social media yesterday (laughs) um we had an interview that was posted on Black Girl and Ohm, which I absolutely love. We both love. Oh shout God. out to the girls at Black Girl and Ohm. A special shout out to Shante, who reached out to us and interviewed us. That was amazing. And we're so grateful and such um, an amazing source. Like, yes. Black Girl and Ohm is just so They're the dope. shit. They They're are. The shit. They're really opening doors for women of color and the wellness space. Yes. But... Because of that, I was kind of getting gassed. I'm like, okay, I need to post this. Let me go on Facebook. Let me go on Twitter. And then you literally become obsessed. And especially because Kanye was tweeting and stuff, it was just like social media was the biggest distraction. And I had to kind of check myself. Like, first of all, why do I keep refreshing my timeline? Why do I keep refreshing people tweeting me? Am I seeking validation? And I really, really had to... Take a step back and think about that. My ego was on a thousand yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm not the only one that has these days. So. Are you looking at me? I am. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I feel like um, for me, and it's the age and the wisdom, definitely. And this is not shade to you. It's just, like I said, the age and wisdom. Mm -hmm. I definitely keep my ego in check. Because I'm aware of the poison and toxicity of the ego. So, and I'm also not attached to social media. Mind you, like people, I'm 25 years old. So people that are in my age range, when we when we were growing up, 
that was when AOL first got popping. So I'm already 10 years old, 12 years old, popping on AOL snap, yeah. <laughs> AOL chat rooms. Yeah. That and was emailing. like probably always my biggest issue with you. Yeah. <laughs> my mom, I used to create MySpace pages <laughs> and my mom would always find them and I would be grounded because I was not allowed to have a MySpace. And then finally she just gave up. Yeah. I was just trying to keep you somewhat. <laughs> you know, grounded. grounded. Yeah. Cause th- you already know, don't get me started on this social media and this false perception that it creates in this false world. Cause Hello? you're not famous. None of y'all are famous. Stop it. <laughs> like, stop. That is social media. It is not real. <laughs> it is not real. It is not the real world. Let me see you come out here in the real world and achieve some real things. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Cause I was really about to start to go in and shading. I'm not yeah. going to do it. <laughs> Those are just a few of the qualities that you need to be mindful of in order to tap into your purpose, discover your purpose, be aligned with your purpose. And there's also a few tools that you can use too. You've got your intuition or Latham Thomas refers to as your inner GPS. You have numerology. Some people really aren't that into it, but I don't believe that there are such things as coincidences. So if you're waking up at a certain time, if if you wake up and it's uh, 333 or 444, Google that number, Google angel number. That could be the spiritual realm trying to connect with you through numerology. And then you have your life path number. If you guys are interested in that, um, we both recommend Dan Millman's The Life That You Were Born to Live. And then, of course, you have astrology, which I absolutely, absolutely love. Some people are super skeptical about the science of astrology, which is understandable because when you're only reading horoscopes, it's just about your sun sign. And a lot of us are unaware that there are so many other aspects that correlate to our existence. There's so many other planets, there's houses, and this could be examined by looking up your birth chart. So you have to provide your name and where you were born, uh, what time you were born, and all of those things um, come back on your birth chart, your natal chart. And then you can do a vision board, which is more common. And when you're coming up with these images and words that you want to be aligned with, that can help guide you find your purpose. If all that you're, if all that you're putting on your uh, vision board is a pretty pillow or home decor, uh, honey, maybe you need to be tapping into interior decorating. Yeah. And I, I'm so pro vision boards, especially if you're a visual person. I'm someone who loves to, I'm a visual learner. Yeah. So for me, visual boards are amazing. And like, you know, I've basically um, manifested 99.9% of the things that I put on my vision board. Sure did. So rock out with the vision boards, definitely. Yes. And then you have meditation, which... There's so many different ways you can meditate. You can listen on YouTube, guided meditations. You can meditate with a crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, you can meditate. There's so many different ways to meditate. And you have it's to meditate. It's not about silence. Yeah. I don't care what your spiritual belief is. You have to meditate. You have to spend time to yourself, by yourself, with yourself. It's so important. It's how you're going to connect once again, message. It's how you're going to connect to your higher self. It's how you're going to connect to source. You have to meditate. Yes. And books. Ooh. Um, right now, I feel like the most amazing guide we have out is Own Your Glow by Latham Thomas. 
is a really, really dope guide to finding your purpose, literally owning your glow and tapping into your power. I haven't read it yet, but I have to. As soon as I'm done reading the 10 books that I'm reading right now. Okay. This was such uh, amazing episode to do because I'm so passionate about people discovering their purpose and trying to help people understand that they're there each of us that each of us has have these unique talents and um it's just important for you to figure out what it is exactly you were put on this earth to do and with that happiness love all of that will follow so i enjoyed this thoroughly and i want to close this episode out you usually do the quotes but i'm going to do the quote this time okay if you don't mind nope so You are here to enable the divine purpose of the universe to unfold. That is how important you are. Remember that. Know that. Soak that in. And who said that, girl? Eckhart Tolle. Yes. And if you don't know who he is, Google. He's an amazing source on this spiritual journey. He's one of the best spiritual teachers of this time. Yes. um, if you're familiar with Oprah and Super Soul Sundays, then you've definitely, yeah, you definitely heard know of who him. he is. And thank you guys so, so much for listening to us, alchemizing with us, yes. and journeying and journaling with us. Absolutely. And we will see you next time. Thank you. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode and that you were able to connect with us through some of the things that we've shared. The olive branch has definitely been extended and we'd love to continue the dialogue. So please engage with us and share your feedback, suggestions, likes, tell your sister, give us some positive energy. You can use the hashtag BGA podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Brown Girl Alchemy, at Amber the Alchemist and at Nelly Mommy Alchemist. Until next time, brown girls, we see you.